Okay, another video and this one brought to you by the discussion of the federal minimum wage mandate because Biden apparently is discussing potentially implementing a $15 minimum wage on the federal level. First, I don't even think this is constitutional. Not that that really matters because politicians usually manipulate or find loopholes in the constitution to do what they want. Um, so I digress on that point, but I don't think so. And then let's go over the winners and losers. The losers of the situation is going to be the low-skilled workers and the small businesses, and the winners are going to be big, big business. Why are they going to be the winners of the situation? Because Amazon and Walmart, they can absorb this cost and they can pay their employees this $15 minimum wage where small businesses cannot, or for the most part cannot. And so, good for them, not for small businesses, a bigger financial burden on these small businesses. Not to mention, we are living through uncharted territory as far as COVID goes and the restrictions that have already been pushed onto businesses for them to put on an additional burden and mandate for them to pay their employees more when many businesses can't even play the, pay their employees at all is honestly kind of evil in my opinion. Um, so, but that being said, I mean, that's, that's unique to the situation, but that is still something to consider. These businesses are, have been struggling for about a year now. So to throw something, an additional financial burden at them is not okay. Um, but that being said, regardless of the situation, small businesses have a budget. Just because the federal government or the government in general mandates you pay your employees higher wages, their budget doesn't miraculously change. So what, what happens if they mandate a higher wage? Hours are cut or positions are eliminated. And then who does that hurt? The low-skilled workers and the younger people trying to find entry-level jobs. And you would say, this has been studied it's known. I believe politicians know about it. Um, it's silly that this is even being discussed because I believe it's pretty entry-level economics, common sense, but apparently common sense isn't that common anymore. Um, like Thomas Sowell, he writes about it in 2013, his article, The Minimum Wage Madness, where he talks about the situation, as well as in his book, Discrimination and Disparities. And he actually, it's a great book, by the way, I recommend it. Um, he actually emphasizes not only does it hurt lower skilled workers it disproportionately hurts minorities like young black teenagers who are looking for work because it's harder to get work one because the jobs have been eliminated the hours have been cut and then if businesses are mandated to pay a higher wage they're going to look for individuals with more experience or more skills so they get the most for their money so who is it hurting it's hurting those lower skilled individuals and minorities who disproportionately minorities it's obviously for all of ethnicities so it's hurting the same people that it's intended to help because the government usually, you know, the pathway to hell is paid with good intentions, as they say. And like I said, it is, it is studied, it is known. There's a study from Seattle. It was published in June of 2017 and revised in May of 2018, where they studied when Seattle implemented a minimum wage increase in 2015. It went from nine dollars and 47 cents to 11 dollars and then again in 2016 they jumped it up to 13 dollars what was the result of this well those low skilled workers their hours dropped by 9.4 percent in the three quarters of 2016 when it was 13 dollars an hour and that resulted in 3.5 million hours less worked by these individuals and those low wages actually, their wages overall declined 6.8% because 
there was less jobs. There was actually a net loss of 5,000 jobs because these businesses had to eliminate these jobs and cut their hours. And the average person who received this wage increase actually went home with $74 less a month on average because they either their job was eliminated or their hours were cut. So while implementing this, it actually hurt the same people it was supposed to help and it did the complete opposite of what it was intended to do. Like I said, it's been studied. You can look it up. I encourage you to do so and demand that your, pol your politicians when implementing or introducing policies and bills have the record or the, you know, the studies to back up these policies that they want to implement. And we as citizens and voters need to be more knowledgeable and stop being so emotional. Don't be so emotionally manipulated and let any politician tell you because they care about you, this is what they want to do. And you being low information saying, yeah, that sounds good. Take a minute, look it up, think about it, because this should be pretty common sense and stop being emotionally manipulated. So with that, the minimum, the $15 minimum wage would totally destroy low income, low skilled workers chance at employment, it will hurt the economy and it will do the complete opposite of what it's supposed to do. So before being on board with policies, look them up, vote no on the federal minimum wage of $15 an hour. And let's say, I mean, honestly, I don't believe it should be implemented on the state level either. These politicians should not tell businesses how to run their businesses. Many of them have never run a business. They've never started a business. They've never worked for a business. They're career politicians. They don't know how to manage money. They don't know how to budget. So they should probably stay out of telling businesses how to run their business. But that being said, if you've explored or traveled around the US, you know cities, counties, states, the cost of living varies dramatically. So for a federal level minimum wage to be implemented like South Dakota versus Texas or New Jersey versus Mississippi should all be the same is asinine. It's not very intelligent. So I'm not for it on the state level, but if it's, it definitely shouldn't be the federal level. Again, decentralization, bring the power back to the states. That way the people, you, me, can tell our constituents what we want implemented as far as policy. And if it doesn't work, it's easier to change on a state level than the federal level. So with that being said, no to the federal minimum wage of $15 an hour. And honestly, no to minimum wage mandates at all.